Sports Center. Welcome, welcome. This is the No Clue Podcast, episode 77. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Tyler. I'm Mike. Welcome, we're back. First week of the NBA season. I am excited. I am excited too, man. I mean, it looks good already. Good start. Wild, uh, wild first, you know, how many televised games? Four at this point? Yeah. So... Got to start with a battle for LA, right. of course. Lot of lot of hype, lot of anticipation. Yeah, did it live up to it to you? First game. Um. Competitive wise, yes. Okay. Uh, and there's <laughs> it was a complicated game to to break down. Uh, there's a lot I saw from both teams that I was actually I was pretty surprised about. Okay, explain. Uh, let's, let's talk positives first, though. Before, <laughs> right. before we get into any of the rants, any of the issues, <clears throat> let's, let's stay positive at first. Clippers got the win. Yes. What did you like about them? I liked the balance. I liked the defense. I liked the switching. Their switching was really good. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of that. How to say what I liked without saying what I didn't like about the other team. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Montrez looks like a formidable center. That was that was a big takeaway for me. Um, the rotation looked good. That's it. You know, what's, what's interesting about the rotation is it played well. Yeah. And they kind of ex- – what I was initially shocked by was – they had guys who weren't Patrick Patterson playing exactly like Patrick Patterson, <laughs> which was uh, Jamichael Green yeah. and a little bit of um, Mo Harkless. Mm-hmm. Like, they had them kind of spotting up, spacing the floor, and to their credit, they did a good job doing that. Like, if Jamichael Green gives me two threes, that's I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, and if they could continue to have those, those like you know eight, nine, ten guys spreading the floor and at least hitting shots, yeah, I mean they're gonna be fine without Paul George. Yeah, they they showed that they have a lot of threats. They're not all good players, but they're a lot of threats. People you can't leave open. Yeah, Kawhi looked ready to go. Yeah, he did, I, I, he did a really good. He didn't force it. He let the game come to him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's, he's getting a lot of good looks. I'll say that. Came to him a lot, yeah. <laughs> uh, the one thing, Zubats is kind of I'm iffy on him playing big minutes. Yeah. No, thank you. He just he made a couple nice plays in the second half, but overall, to me, I was I'm like you know this is he's kind of the one. 
the one outlier out of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think I think they could be they can over they're good enough to overcome that. Yeah. Uh, if anything, they need maybe a little bit more offensively from Beverly and Shamit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Shamit's just kind of a floor spacer, so I don't, you know, I don't have insane expectations for him. And he didn't play as much as I thought he would. Yeah, he didn't get a lot of minutes, but he had some uh, timely shots, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a big time player. Yeah, I big like time he, he, he. He's not obviously he's nowhere near JJ Redick, but he had that similar kind of movement going on. Yeah. Uh, Doc does a good job with guys like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we could talk about the depth all we want, and this will probably be the last like big positive thing for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. But th- the depth really didn't matter when you have one guy who can cover your entire depth. Mm-hmm. And and I know how great Lou Williams is, but watching him the other day, I was like, dude, he could single handedly run your second unit. Yeah, you really don't need. <laughs> As long as they play defense, you don't need any other good scorers off the bench. That's what I'm saying. Like, he is such a great offensive player. Yeah. He spreads the floor so well. And you know what's starting to become, like, almost underrated about him is every time he has a big scoring night, he gets you seven to ten assists. Yeah. So, like, he's not just getting buckets and just kind of shooting every time. Right, like he does a good job of dumping it down to Bigs when when the, uh, he gets pressured. Like, I was watching him and I'm like, dude, I don't think the Clippers have the luxury of Lou Williams. I don't think any other contender has that. Right, like they have a bench player who could just come out and win the game. Because Kawhi Leonard's thirty was great, but mm-hmm. Lou Williams to me was the by far the biggest difference on the court. Yeah. I mean, every time the Clippers got cold, every time the Clippers struggled, they gave him the ball, they ISO'd, or they ran a simple pick and roll. Yeah. And he was getting just great looks every time. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited about them, man. I, th- I think they're going to be really good. I think so, too. Yeah. But we they kind of good, expected man. that. Well, so what are the positives for L.A.? Uh well Danny Green obviously yes uh he was just I mean he was incredible in the the finals what was it 2013 <laughs> oh way back then for the Spurs yeah but I, yeah. I think that was uh, Tuesday night was honestly his best game his best game ever of his career I I can believe that because yeah. he I mean he like <clears throat> he took people off the dribble. He yeah. created his own shots. I mean, those are things he cannot do. Right, yeah. And he was keeping the Lakers in the game almost single-handedly at one point. Yep. Uh, but what are other positives? Um, I like their their length. I think uh, McGee and Davis altered a lot, a good na- a number of shots. Yeah. Uh, they're they're going to be a good shot-blocking team. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm trying not to get into the negatives. <laughs> like I want to be positive first. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what what else did you like? Um, I liked, along with the Clippers too. I liked that their their willingness to move the ball. Yes. Um, I liked that the bench players came in 
<laughs> they all came in aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, no one out there seemed like they weren't, you know, confident. I'll say that. Every, everyone on the Lakers looked confident. I mean, the Clippers did too. Everyone who played did. But that was one thing I was worried about with the Lakers because, you know, playing with LeBron has always been a issue for somebody on the team. Yeah. But I think everyone looked confident. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess that's it, man. Well, and I, I'll say I think certain adjustments they made throughout the game, I liked certain adjustments. They didn't make the right adjustments, but I liked that they did make adjustments. Like, you know, sometimes we see a team play, and the way the game goes – they just play the same way the whole night, yeah. and they'll just end up getting beat by 40. Yep. But I saw the Lakers adjust in a way to stay in the game. Um, and Anthony Davis, he was just – he was being a bully out there, man. He looked th- bigger. He did, yeah. He Like, he, he's been kind of getting swole, more swole every season, it seems like. Yeah. But yesterday, he looked bigger than, like, by far than everybody else. Yeah. I was like, damn, like, he makes Montrezl look tiny, honestly. I yeah, mean, he does. Was, I liked how aggressive. I didn't like that he was kind of catching it at mid-post. Mm-hmm. I would have liked a couple more, like, closer to basket touches. But, I mean, he wasn't settling for jump shots other than, like, one or two, you know, open shots, which I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Especially if he's going to play that aggressive, you know. He's... He's a capable enough shooter that I'll give him a couple as long as he doesn't start living and dying by them. Right. Uh, and I liked what I saw. He looked engaged. He looked excited to be a Laker. Yep. Um, All right, but with with that being said, there was also things I did not like. Yeah, I was about to say, let's get into the negatives because <laughs> there's a lot. There's and so I, much I need to say that's negative. I don't want to... It's one game. I want to say that first. And I don't think, while I have a lot of issues with what I saw from the Lakers, um, I don't think it's, you know, season's over, obviously. Right. Uh, Obviously, there's still going to be a contender. There's still going to be an elite team. And what we say about the Clippers, you know, uh, this podcast will probably be released after the Clippers play their second game. We haven't seen it while we're recording this. Right. For people who are listening, we haven't seen the second game yet, so go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, the Lakers got some things to figure out for sure. <laughs> Where do you want to start? For sure. I I want to save LeBron till the end because he's like his own entity. Mm-hmm. He's like his own separate category of issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but KCP was just... It was atrocious. I mean, the stats the stats are funny to look at and laugh. Um, but he you, watching the game, he somehow looked worse than those stats would indicate. <laughs> yeah. He, he was did. just I mean, he didn't do anything right. <laughs> he got some wind sprints in. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, he was it killed me. And the Lakers, honestly, you can make an argument, lost the game when they had LeBron and AD out and had KCP trying to control Kawhi Leonard early in the second quarter. 
Yeah. Because Kawhi Leonard just went to work. Yep. And it was... The thing about uh, star players, like, you're not really going to stop them. So, I don't want people to think I expect KCP to stop Kawhi Leonard. He's not going to do that. Right. No one is. And and what you want out of defensive players in the league is just to, to make the offensive guys work. You want them to, you know, work to get a tough shot. And if they're going to hit those, it's going to be one of those nights. Yeah. But when you spend 8 to 10 seconds working really hard, like really pressuring Kawhi just for him to come off a simple pick and get a wide-open mid-range jump shot. Yeah. I mean, what's the point? At that point, why are you playing hard defense? Why are you denying or pressuring him when he needs a simple screen or a simple one-dribble pull-up to get a wide-open look? Right. Like, you're not... When he goes into his shots, it's just it's easy. There's no there's no difficulty. There's no pressure. So all that shit, all that like you trying to deny him is is fake. Now, do you put that on KCP or absolutely okay? Because individually, you got to know I'm guarding Kawhi Leonard while I I want to make him uncomfortable. I can't just be stupid about that. Well, I, I guess my question is: Should KCP have been guarding Kawhi Leonard? Ideally, no. Uh-huh. There's a there's a player who who ducked Kawhi Leonard all night long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, honestly, every every issue the Lakers had could be traced back to LeBron. Of course. And that's why I wanted to save him. But uh, honestly, he is the the entirety of their issues as of right now. One thing, one problem that happens to me um, happens with all of LeBron's teams. At one point of the season, like their roles just completely go out the window. Like <laughs> the thing is, like you can see when LeBron is constructing the team. Yeah. You say okay, he's gonna be a three and D guy. He's gonna be the defensive stopper. He's gonna be the ball movement. You know, I mean the ball dominant guard. Like you can see it when he's making the team, but then when they get on the court. None of that happens. There's no reason Danny Green, like you said, Danny Green doesn't take people off the dribble. He shouldn't be taking people off the dribble. Exactly. You're going to lose every game that Danny Green has to take someone off the dribble. Watching that game, I can, I'll can. i put however much money I got on the fact that he'll never play that well again. Of course. I mean, it was just, it was just ridiculous shot after ridiculous shot. At they didn't one point. get Anthony Davis easy shots. Anthony Davis didn't take really an easy shot the whole night. You know what's crazy is when we talked about them in the preseason, you remember I hyped them up because they involved Anthony Davis in their offense? Yeah. They, Dude, it's like they literally forgot the, the, th- the good things they did. And this is another thing all of LeBron's teams do, and I don't know how they do it. It's like they don't – it's like they practice with the injured players – and then you see that, like, the injured players aren't there. Like, I, I could see that they were missing Rondo, Kuzma, and Cousins. Yes. And they haven't played with them yet. <laughs> like, I could – I don't know if they practice with Kuzma. Like, maybe Kuzma can go and practice, so they run every play with Kuzma in practice and then go in the game and Kuzma's not there. That's I what mean, it looks like. I didn't even know Rondo was hurt. I don't, yeah. 
But that's what it looks like with all of LeBron's teams. Like, well, someone is missing. Oh, it's the dude that they knew wasn't going to play tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, honestly, LeBron over the last, like, year or two has become probably one of the most selfish basketball players I've ever seen. You think he's that, Chases? Not I don't think he it's yeah I don't think he stat chases I think he can only play like either I control the game or I'm not even in like I might as well not be in there <laughs> yeah he like, can't he, be a role player you mean yeah it I mean watching him and and this happened all the time last year mm-hmm. LeBron at times you watch him and this is I, I've never saw this on the Cavs. I only have seen this on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Dude, he looks lazy at times. Oh yeah. Not that, and it's not like it's not how it used to be. Where oh he's picking his spots. Oh he's he's getting his teammates involved. He'll wait till the second half or he'll wait till the fourth quarter. No no no. He's just flat out lazy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to move on offense if he's not creating the plays. He doesn't want to get back if he misses an easy shot. He doesn't want to guard. He didn't even want to guard Lou Williams, let alone Kawhi Leonard. Right. I mean, dude, he was hiding all game long on Patrick Beverly, Landry Shamit, and Mo Harkless. He gave and Kawhi... Mo Harkless gave him a couple buckets. He sure did. <laughs> he gave Kawhi one bucket and then never was next to Kawhi the rest of the night. Exactly. <laughs> And then he talked trash after the bucket, and then n- then guard him back. So, I thought he was so selfish, man. He, what I what I thought I liked, and I texted you this when the game started. I'm like, I'm liking what I'm seeing from the Lakers early on. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, the, the ball was moving. They were getting like, even though they were creating ISOs, it was it was good ISOs. Like it was you know high percentage ISOs. Yeah. And, and there was just a good energy to the Lakers. Everybody was hustling. Everybody was playing hard. And then LeBron just stopped. LeBron just said, okay, I don't feel like playing defense. I'm going to kind of chill and let y'all do whatever y'all can do. Mm-hmm. And not be involved in the game at all. And now it's like, I can't ask LeBron to play defense, but Troy Daniels is supposed to is supposed to lock up? Troy Daniels is supposed to go out there and compete while LeBron can't be bothered to guard the second or third best player. Right. I mean, he sets he sets such a terrible tone for the team. Like, it's hard, it's hard to motivate yourself to play watching LeBron do some of the things he does. Right. I mean, it's just gotten so bad, and he looks so terrible. Dude, he, he made some of the dumbest passes I've ever seen uh, Tuesday night. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, there was a point in the third quarter where they were kind of fighting to stay in the game, and LeBron looked like he was literally trying to give it away. <laughs> yep. I mean, he was trying to throw these ridiculous cross-court passes, and I'm like, what do you see to, to throw that? <laughs> yeah. he tried. To, I remember one time he was on the left wing and tried to hit Danny Green in the right corner. He just, dude. I've never Moore seen. just stole it right out the air. Dude, I coach like younger kids, and one thing I have to focus on with younger players is 
You don't want to jump in the air to pass the ball. Oh, LeBron's the king. LeBron did that every single pass. King James. <laughs> I was like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, <clears throat> you know better. You've been in the league for 18 years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I was shocked at how just lazy he looked the entire second half. Yeah. I, I, I hate that I have to use that word to describe him. Can you imagine? Can you imagine describing Kobe Bryant as lazy? Never. Never in his life. Never. I mean, can you imagine calling Michael Jordan lazy in, in the 90s? No, never. Dude, Michael Jordan was one of the most selfish Wizards players in all of all time, easily. Yeah. And he and he would guard Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Back when Kobe Bryant was unstoppable. Yep. When Jordan was 40-plus years old. <laughs> yep. Just let that sink in. But LeBron James can't be can't bother to switch off a Landry Shamit. Yeah, man. And it left... I mean, I saw... If you watch the highlights, Kawhi's highlights from the game, yep. he's getting buckets on Danny Green. Um, KCP. KCP, Quinn Cook, everyone but LeBron. And then the thing is, like, the people they have... You know, the guys they have that should be taking certain shots, you know, it's like they didn't take enough shots. Like, the, Jared Dudley was two for two from three, and then he never played again, like, the rest of the night. Don't get me wrong, he's not a defensive stopper, but no one was playing defense anyway. So he might as well have been in there getting threes. He right. like Quinn Cook was 0 for 3, Troy Daniels 1 for 5, and... KCP was 0 for 2. It's like Troy Daniels is taking five threes. He shouldn't have been in the game that long. Number one. It's just like, like I said, the roles just didn't make sense. And and like you said, man, LeBron. There's no excuse. (laughs) There's no excuse, bro. Like any other, like think about it. Every, Every time you play basketball for a coach in your life, when you play lazy, you get taken out of the fucking game. Yeah. Remember I asked you the other day if we could pick our own starting five as a coach. Who would you want to coach? Oh, LeBron was on the bottom of my list. Neither of us said LeBron. Now, if Kobe was playing, I I for sure would have said Kobe. Easy. I could right. take a nap on the bench. Right. <laughs> if Jordan was playing, of course I would say Jordan. But I would never say LeBron. No way. He is... He has morphed into one of the most uncoachable players I have ever seen. Coach killer. <laughs> I mean, I defended him in the past for not having good coaches. Yeah. But, like, at a certain point, man, you have to be able to adapt. So, what do you think about the uh, – what do you think about Anthony Davis and LeBron? Like, their dynamic in the game. I think it'll be fine. I just think they didn't use any dynamic between the two of them. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. In this game. Like, it was just LeBron throwing garbage, like, you know, post feeds. And yeah. then getting out of the way. It's like the same shit that, like, James Harden does when he doesn't have the ball. He just kind of drifts to half court. Mm-hmm. Or just drifts as far away from the play as possible. And that's what LeBron was doing. And I'm like, not one pick and roll. 
Right. Every time they ran a pick and roll, it was only to switch. And I hate that shit. And LeBron doesn't use... Oh, like I texted you. LeBron doesn't even use the mismatches right. Nah. He couldn't score on Zubak 35 feet from the basket? Right. Come on, man. You're going to go do a one-foot offhand fadeaway? You know, this isn't the Raptors playoff game where he did that shot. Like, right. You're doing that on a 7-2 guy who was trying to guard you past the three-point line. Come on, man. LeBron was so awful to me, man. Like, it just every way. He had no energy. He didn't look like a good point guard. He didn't look like he knew how to play point guard. But, and this is why I say it just looked like someone was missing. And with, right. even with the Cavs, they would, like, when someone got hurt, it ruined everything. Like, their chemi- it's like they had too much chemistry to the point where if someone got hurt, like, the next game was just a wash. Like, it was a waste of time to even play yep. the next game. Because they were going to lose right off the of injury every time. And they knew Rondo. Well, I, I thought Rondo was playing, but I guess they knew Rondo wasn't playing. And they knew Kuzma wasn't playing. And, like, I could see where they would fit in and help. Yeah. Uh, Rondo, they desperately needed Rondo with that unit that didn't have LeBron or AD. Yeah. That lineup should never play on the court. Yes. <laughs> that line, whatever that line, I don't even, I can't list them off. But whatever that lineup was, never again, Frank Vogel. I don't care. I don't care what you have to do. You cannot play that lineup the rest of the year. I'll tell you the lineup. It was, it basically was just the second five. Cook, Daniels, Dudley, Howard, and KCP. Are you kidding? Like, really? Dudley was like, at the four. That's your second unit? And then at one point, Bradley came in. For Troy Daniels, so it was Cook, Bradley, Ooh. Dudley, Howard, and KCP. Uh, nothing against Bradley, but that's that's a lateral move as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and the thing is... <clears throat> and I liked what I saw from Bradley, too. And the reason why I asked about uh, do you put it on KCP is because... Like, I know uh, Greek Freak's brother is not good, but they got him. I would have threw him out there on Kawhi if he's cooking everyone else. He's 6'10", he's long. At least try something else. I saw, like, no creativity in how they were attempting to win the game. It was just like, okay, hopefully someone stops Kawhi. Hopefully Kawhi just starts missing. Oh, but he's wide open. And the guys who are guarding him can't block a shot. Right. I mean, and then... Some of the rotation choices also I'm not sold on. For sure, man. Hopefully, someone stops Lou Williams. No one's gonna. No one's gonna stop him. Yeah, I. They just. They let Lou Williams stay comfortable and like again, dude. These guys are great players. You can't just like, like try really hard before they catch the ball and then get cooked as soon as they get it. <laughs> like that. Yeah. You, that's not good defense. You're wasting yeah. it. You might as well play a fucking zone at that point. And I'll tell you this, Harkless is an underrated LeBron defender in the league. He is. He's one of That's, the better defenders I don't want to know. I'm not going that far. <laughs> I mean, physically, I agree, but I'm not going that far. I mean, no one can check LeBron. But if I could list my top ten people who I want guarding LeBron on my team, if I could pick any ten people, Harkless is up there. 
on my non like not stars not stars like obviously Kawhi and like Paul George are number one and two, but Harkless is down the list on like my role players for sure. Well, that's fair. Um, and he didn't have to because LeBron wasn't really that aggressive. If he can, dude, if he can hit shots consistently, they're gonna need him on the court a lot more like than I thought. Who? Harkless. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he sure. just can't be out there, you know. Like some of the so- stuff I saw in the preseason was him getting like bullied by scrubs. Yeah. Like he can't let that happen. Right. Like you can't be out there letting like Jared Dudley work you or some, you know, somebody awful. Right. As long as you stay all right, he he could get minutes. Right. All right. Was there anything you didn't like about the Clippers? <clears throat> uh. Real quick before we get to the Clippers, uh-huh. I thought uh, Quinn Cook plays what fifteen twenty minutes. He plays seventeen. Caruso can't get off the bench. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there. <laughs> I mean, Quinn and- Quinn Cook is great. You know, he's a championship point guard apparently. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> but- but he, no, he looked you, small out there. He did, yeah. He looked small. He couldn't hit open shots. If he can't op- hit open shots, he's not playing. Right. And Zach Norvell Jr. was dropping people all preseason. <laughs> and he didn't get, you know, a lick of time, not even a little bit. And they yeah. got Troy Daniels. I haven't, who did Troy Daniels play for last year? I'm not sure. I want to say maybe Memphis. <laughs> That's it's either Memphis guess. or Phoenix, because those are the only two teams I would never have watched. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he used to be on Phoenix at one point. He might have been on Memphis last year. But the thing is, like, I he's not someone who is accustomed to playing a lot of minutes. Yeah. So, like, you're right. I mean, they could have went deeper in the bench. I don't know why they have Greek Freak's brother if they're not going to use him. They're not going to lure Greek Freak next year with his brother. Yeah. He didn't care about his brother up until now. <laughs> <laughs> what difference does it mu- make? I would have much rather seen Greek Freak's brother over what I saw from Dwight Howard. Oh yeah, for How- sure. Dwight Howard felt played like ten minutes, and it felt like ten- twenty minutes too long. He played twenty. It felt like thirty. It did. It felt like he was there all night. Oh my! Like, I mean, dude, he looks like he looks like he's become a dumber basketball player. Which I don't know how that's possible. But what but some changed of the, from the preseason to now? He played great in the preseason. For well, great compared to what I thought he was gonna do. Right. I don't understand some of the fouls I saw from him. I was like, dude, are are you a child? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like jumping up on a guy trying to steal the ball from him. Right. It was just it was and after he got in foul trouble. He continued to commit idiotic fouls. Yep. I'm like, dude, you're not even, you're not contributing because you're just fouling, hacking guys. Yep. And I mean, I like, the, again, the him and JaVale is like a good, good length centers to have. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, JaVale looked like a much better player than Dwight. Yeah. In every way, just energy, rebounding, shot blocking. Just being a presence in the paint. Yeah. Dwight was Dwight was just out there. He was just out there. He doesn't have the broad shoulders anymore, so you don't really even fear him. 
<laughs> He's only 6'9 <laughs> Alright alright oh, Do you have anything yeah. negative for the Clippers? I do I thought Patrick Beverly The hype with like Patrick Beverly's leadership Yeah With Reggie Miller just sucking him All game long <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I thought that shit was so fake, and not that Reggie didn't mean it. Yeah, I just thought Beverly's impact on the game was so overrated. I agree, <laughs> dude. To me, he was a negative out there, uh, low key. Yeah, because he couldn't hit a shot. He couldn't hit anything. He w- he was also committing a lot of dumb fouls. He shot fourteen percent from the field. <laughs> <laughs> he committed a number of. Idiotic fouls. Of course. <laughs> and his defense was really not that good because Quinn Cook was one for six. Quinn Cook couldn't hit an open shot to save his life. And they were open. And his one bucket was a size up Patrick Beverly and drive right past him for a layup. <laughs> yeah. Bro, you can't be out there getting hyped and clapping your hands and taking these random ass charges. Which LeBron was doing, by the way, and we, we just talked about how great of a game LeBron had. Right. So, you can't be out there, you know, hyping yourself up like you're this KG-esque leader. Oh, like this KG-esque Re- vocal Reggie leader. called him the new KG. Right. And Reggie's you're out there letting crack. Quinn Cook, Quinn Cook <laughs> walked past him. Yeah, dude, if I was Dude, if I was Doc, I would have subbed him out after that play and be like, dude... You can't be out there playing like you're playing and acting like you're acting. You can't strap Durant up one game last year and then get worked by Quinn Cook. Right. Yeah. Get and, and smoked. And he's kind of he's kind of going to be like their Draymond Green, it seems like. Yeah. And that, to me, that potentially could have a bad impact on some of the other younger players on the team, I think. Yeah, it might. Because yeah. I think they could, while I... I know Kawhi will be fine, but like you know, Montrezl is is a very high energy guy. Yeah, he's a very emotional guy on the court. Yeah. So like, if Patrick Beverly's out there losing his mind, Montrezl might do the same shit. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If Patrick Beverly gets into a fight, Montrezl will probably get ejected for sure. I get, I get what you mean. Yeah. And you don't, and that's that's the type of shit that'll hurt you in the playoffs. Like you don't want to give up like a random technical that turns into four technicals. Right. You know, and the way he was acting Tuesday night, man, it really pissed me off because they they kept showing like his rare good plays. Mm-hmm. But he was just awful for the most part. He was getting. A lot of rebounds, but they weren't anything special. It was the Westbrook rebounds. He had that big rebound over LeBron towards the end of the game. Yeah. At the free throw line. Shout out to LeBron again. Yeah. (laughs) Just just said, let me come down to the free throw line to get this rebound, but I'm not even going to go for it. Right. Why are you down there? Put Put Quinn Cook down there. Right. At least Quinn Cook will try to get the damn ball. Yeah. Um, But besides that, the Clippers are fine. That was really the only, like, big issue. Everything else, like, Zubac, I don't have, like, he's a marginal player. I, even if he's awful, he'll probably just fall out of the rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Paul George will limit some of the scrubs minutes, I think. Like, I thought Jermichael Green got a few too many minutes. He got, he's a 12 and 6, though. Yeah, but I'm not, that's fluke. I, yeah, I get it. 
I'm not trusting him to give me 12 and 6 in limited minutes. Harkless fouled a lot, but he he did his best, I guess. Yeah. Um, they had 60 bench points, <laughs> which was amazing because they had one, two, three, four starters in single digits. Yeah, did I mean, Zubac Lou Williams, start? Lou Williams was running the show. Did Zubac start? Yes. Yeah, they had four starters with in single digits. And then, you know, 60 bench points. What I like was many... they, they quickly subbed Zubac for Harrell, though. Yeah, they did. Which uh, is a good move. Guess how many bench points the Lakers had? I guess like 15? Yeah, uh, 19. 19. They had Jared Dudley, 6. Uh, Troy, Troy Daniels, Daniels six. is 6. Dwight had 3. And Quinn Cook had 4. That's not gonna get it done. <laughs> it's not gonna get it done. Their bench is really bad right now. Danny Green was their best player in the second half. He was the best player of the whole game, as far as I'm concerned. That, that's not gonna work, man. I don't. And it's all. I think like, like I, we criticize LeBron a lot, and and overall, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. But they're not gonna get away in the Western. LeBron is not gonna get away with that lazy shit in the West. The other thing is, Lionel Hollins is the only coach on the staff that coached in the West before. Right. But the other thing is, LeBron has to let the coaches be coaches. Like, and I'm not sure, I'm not saying, you know, I have no inside information. But in the past, LeBron has been known to not let the coaches coach. LeBron has been known to coach the players, regardless of what the coaches say. He can't yeah. do that this time because Lakers paid way too much money for these three coaches to probably have one of the greatest coaching staffs on paper that I've ever seen and for LeBron to just take it over. He can't do it this time, no. He has to let the coaches do what they do best. They got good coaches this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know they kind of hired Vogel at one point for him to be like – because they thought he'd be easy, I guess. Right. But he's a good coach, man. And I hope LeBron does let them coach in the game and not, uh, you got to be self aware, man. Yeah. Like, dude, stop trying. I don't know why you're trying to make every play. Just, just play basketball. Yeah. Like, you don't have to control everything that happens on the court. And he's like, he's such a lazy defender. He'll like move other guys, but he can't be bothered to rotate on anybody. Right. And he'll fool you. He'll fool you by taking like two or three charges or or getting a chase down block or two because he's, you know, he's still a freak athlete. Yep. But that, all that is fake when you're giving up open shots regularly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Raptors, Pelicans. Do you have um, anything to say about the Pelicans, though? I, I actually liked what I saw from them. Okay. Uh, their young guys played pretty well. I thought Lonzo kind of had a solid game. I, I actually liked Ingram. Mm-hmm. He he didn't take, like, a ton of terrible shots. Mm-hmm. He did a good job of using his length to get to get some easier buckets. Yeah. Uh, JJ is going to be a huge help for them the entire year. Yeah. Uh. 
And that was Drew Holiday was the one that surprised me because he actually played pretty poorly for most of the game. Yeah. Uh, he was the one who looked young. Like, he was kind of out of control a lot. He was making, like, boneheaded plays a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. Which kind of surprised me. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the, the Pelicans look deep. Yeah. They look like they have good depth. Josh Hart came in, played well. Uh, they're bi- they're the big man, the rookie. Williams? Yeah, he looked okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're gonna be fine, assuming Zion comes back in you know the two months that he's supposed to. Okay. And fine meaning a fun competitive team that will probably miss the playoffs. Right. Which is kind of their ceiling. <laughs> All right. Raptors. But the Raptors. The Raptors impressed me a lot. And I I tried to kind of. I told you this. I wasn't really like paying attention to the game at first, mm-hmm. <clears throat> just because it's Raptors, Pelicans, and no Zion. Like, I don't honestly like that's a terrible season opener. Yeah. Uh, but the Raptors looked really uh looked really uh experienced. They're a good team, man. Like they look like they have they have a really good balance of. You could say their two best players are their youngest guys. The Siakam uh, and Van Vliet. Right. Yeah. But they're surrounded by good to great role players. Oh, yeah. Ibaka. Yeah, you know. Ibaka looked awesome. Ibaka was hitting the boards. Yes. Uh, which, I'm, I mean, I if he did that every night, mm-hmm. he'd, he'd be a, one of the best bench bigs in the league. Yeah. Um, Kyle Lowry looked... He looked like the pressure's off of him. Mm-hmm. He was so comfortable there. He was doing the same shit he does. Like, he limited his bad plays, which finally, I mean. But he he just looked a lot more comfortable for the whole game, mm-hmm. which was which was nice to see. Uh, but, yeah, man, Marcus Gasol is another guy who's just like a smart player. Yeah. Uh, and, and this their narrative bench is solid. This narrative that Kawhi was just like in the playoffs alone last right. season is completely false. It is like he has a great team around him. I, to to be honest, if the Clippers that played against the Lakers play this Toronto team, I'm picking Toronto. Right. I'm picking them. Absolutely. And um, and if they had Danny Green, I'm 100 percent picking them. They don't have Danny Green, but um. They got more depth and they got more bodies than they did last year, I feel like. And maybe that's because Kawhi, you know, played so many minutes. Um, you know, and OG. Uh, OG gave him good minutes. Yeah, and he wasn't there last season. So, yeah, man, they're tough. They're tough. Yeah. They, uh, I, Nick Nurse has done a great job. Mm-hmm. But uh, Powell taking the last shot in regulation – I mean, I was sitting there scratching my head at that one. <laughs> you know Powell wants to be a hero, man. <laughs> I He's mean, been like this the whole time. I don't know why he had the ball. Van Fleet already had 30 at that point. Right. I mean, I know he rolled his ankle early in the fourth quarter, but he came back in and looked fine, so I don't, I, I don't understand why he didn't have the ball. Right. He was a mismatch all game long. 
Yeah. Um, and Van Fleet was incredible, man. I, he is he is one of the shiftier point guards in the league. He is. He's like strong his, too. And he never he never lets the ball get away from him. He's always aware of like what play he has to make. Yep. Uh, he's got great touch. Obviously, he had like six threes. Yep. I mean, we saw in the finals he could just cash out. Yeah. And he's another guy who. Same with Lowry. He just looks like the finals just gave him, like, so much more confidence. Yeah. Uh, and for them to close, like, if if the Lakers or Clippers were in a close game and their best player fouls out, they lose. Yeah. They Like, if Kawhi Leonard fouls out in a one-possession game, I don't believe the Clippers could win. Especially with, without Paul George. Lou Will is great, but, you know, he's not beating elite teams by himself. No. No, and the it, the their balance is just so cons. They have like the ability to be consistently balanced. Yeah, because like Gasol only has six, Powell only have five. Powell can give you ten or twelve. If you're not checking them, right? And Gasol can give you twenty five. Um, Ibaka can give you twenty. Um, they didn't play Stanley Johnson, but Stanley Johnson can give you a solid ten. If you're not really guarding them, you know they got guys who, if one dude isn't on, they can fill fill the stat sheet, you know, through, throughout the team. They can balance it out. Yeah. I like it. To if Ananobi plays as well, like if he's really as good as he was in that opening night game, yeah, I Stanley Johnson could remain on the bench as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> he's just a dumber Ananobi, right? <laughs> as far as basketball, IQ and Ananobi goes. like Ananobi clearly knows his limitations. Yeah, like he knows what not to do on the court, which I always love out of role players. Yeah, yeah. And Siakam was was good. Like he didn't like he didn't have forty twenty, but. He had a good game. He was being aggressive. He looked like the number one guy. Yep. Uh, I liked what I saw from them. They they and, look good, man. And Hollis Jefferson is coming back. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be tough. They're going to win a lot of games. Yeah. And with the experience they got, I wouldn't be surprised if they're, towards the end of the year, they're one of the better Eastern Conference teams. <laughs> they're going to be kind of be like another Memphis to me, which just sucks because Gasol just left Memphis. But I think they're going to be like that, you know, team with no superstar. Yeah. But, you know, it's going to compete, but probably just won't win in the kind first round. Kind of what round. the Nuggets were for a number of years. Yeah. Yeah. After, After post Carmelo. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, yesterday's games. Yes. Uh, I missed Boston and Philly. I saw the highlights. I saw some of the. Some of the narratives coming out of that game. Yeah, man. Okay, so <laughs> people are hyping up Philly, and it's <laughs> it's somewhat deserving because they're uh, they're a very long defensive team. A lot, all the defenders have good energy. Um, they're fearless, but to call it what it is, man, Boston lost this game more than Philly won the game. For Boston to miss twenty, uh, miss fourteen free throws. Come on, man. Fourteen. Mm. And how many times do you think Kimba is gonna go four for eighteen again? I would hope never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and the thing is, they run this play where the ball handler gets it from the wing, 
Well, the point guard comes up the court. He passes to a wing. He screens the wing, and they come off and go to the middle. Or the four five comes up, screens the wingman. They go off into the middle, and they play like this middle action. And they run it for everyone. Kimball ran it. Hayward ran it. Tatum ran it. Brown ran it. Smart ran it. Wow. Yeah, it was, it's weird. It's a weird play. And the only person who really was successful with it was Hayward because he got, like, wide open kind of – he got room and time for his jump shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kimba – Kimba couldn't – it didn't work for Kimba because no one was, like, rolling. So people just stayed on Kimba. And, like, he didn't really get the room that I've seen him get before. Um that that's that's a lot deeper than I need to go into. Uh Tatum was the only person in my opinion who played well for the Celtics. Uh Hayward had a lot of points, but and I and I told you during the game, Hayward just looks like he's not there athletically at all. He couldn't guard anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh Richardson blocked his shot, then um got heavy feet. Ennis blocked his shot. He wasn't really getting off the ground. Uh, he committed, like, the fouls he made were just, I can't stay with this person kind of fouls. Oh, no. The Jared Dudley fouls? Yeah, or like, I'm frustrated, so I'm just yeah. going to foul kind of thing. It wasn't like the, you know, like, just stop an easy bucket foul. He didn't do any of those. So, um, that being said, Ben Simmons looks ready this year, man. It, he I'm looks excited. Good. I'm excited. Did you see his highlights? Yeah. I mean, he was just finishing any way he wanted to finish. Ambidextrous. Yeah, he shot like, what was his percentage? He shot a nice percentage, 11 for 16. I mean, everything was yeah. in the paint, of course. And and he, but, no, I mean, to his credit, when he does that, when he like finds a way to live in the paint. Yeah. Dude, he, he's like, he's a really good player. He doesn't take any bad shots. Right. He really doesn't. Um, Embiid, Embiid played okay, but uh, I think people expect Embiid to like be fire every night, and that's just not that's just not who yeah. he is. You know, he doesn't have the. I don't see the drive. I see out of like, um, like a Drummond or even a Towns. I don't see the, like, I'm going to get a bucket right now kind of drive from, from Embiid. Yeah. I think Embiid, like, he acts like he's a veteran and he kind of, like, coasts. Like, you know, he thinks, this is, oh, mouse in the house. Like, this is going to be an easy bucket and it's not easy. So then he doesn't yeah. really come ask for the ball again. You know what I mean? Yeah, those guys have to learn the hard way. <sighs> yeah. Um, Horford was was good thing is Philly does not have depth at all at all Corkmez mm. <laughs> Mike that's Scott not, that's not it Kyle O'Quinn that's not it James Ennis played like hot garbage it, like I told you during those the game, are their like main bench players aren't they yeah he's I told you he was equivalent to KCP for them for me <laughs> while I was watching he had three points, six rebounds. So he was, he was nice. wearing a Boston jersey, is what you're saying. <laughs> he had three points, six rebounds, five fouls, three turnovers. Wow. 
He managed to turn the ball over three times. <laughs> he was 0 for 3. Get him out of there, please. 0 for 3. Brad for Brown, two. what are you doing? <laughs> he was minus 12. He's the only person who was minus oh on the God. team. <laughs> when you get a no, win, oh, that's not a good No one else was minus. <laughs> that is a terrible look. So James Ennis was terrible. The, their rookie, Diable, I think Matisse Diable, he played pretty good. He played really good defense. He had some. He had a really big three, I think. Um, but, but I mean, he's not scoring. They're gonna have a hard time because there's no like real bucket getter for Philly. Like, you know, I, I get people think Embiid is like this Hakeem Olajuwon. He's but he's not. He still can't hit jump shots, even though he yeah. thinks he's a shooter. Um, Tobias, he ended up with good numbers. But in the beginning of the game, I was wondering when Tobias was going to hit a shot. He airballed two threes. Oh man! It was just it was just ugly, man. It was an ugly game on both both rough sides. Night, rough night, a uh, rough debut for the J. Cole clones. <laughs> yes, and the thing is, both these teams are just really starting five heavy. In Boston, we've seen Boston like be able to use some of the other guys, the um, Ojale and. Uh, Daniel Tice and Wanamaker. We've seen them like get in the games and do okay. Survive. Yeah, it's not going to work this year, man. It's not going to work. <laughs> as much as I like Kemba, he's not the the guy Kyrie is where like if everyone else is garbage, it's okay because I'm still going to get off. Right. I mean, Kemba can do that, but that's not like – he. I don't think he wants to do that. I don't think anyone wants him to do that. <laughs> So they're gonna they're gonna have a rough time, man. And you know, obviously, Cancer was getting abused. Horford and Embiid are just better players. Them playing small was not a good look. Um, they didn't give the other center, uh, what's his name, Williams, Robert Williams, the um, you know, the bouncy. Yeah, yeah. They didn't give him enough time, man. When he was in there, he was playing really good. Then they took him right back out, put cancer in, and cancer kept, you know, hacking, falling on the ground. <laughs> cancer was on the ground every single play, seemed like. Oh, man. So. I just want to point out, so uh, Boston right now is, so this year they're spending however many millions on their roster. <laughs> And 50 million of those dollars are about 50 to 60 million are on a player that you said was not up to speed athletically. Yes. And a player that was so forgetful, you didn't even mention how he played. (laughs) Because he barely, (laughs) he barely played. He had five (laughs) fouls. He started and like the first quarter out with three fouls. And they invested $50 million in that. Yeah. And, you know, injury, I'll give Hayward a slight pass because he did lead them in scoring, even though he didn't play well. Yeah. So at least he's making up for, you know, not playing well. Mm-hmm. I mean, my guy, you get you get an $118 million contract and you can't even stay on the court? <laughs> yeah, Dude, man. explain to me. I, I can't. I've been trying to 
kind of think about it from the Celtics perspective. Uh-huh. What motivates anybody in that front office to give Jalen Brown $118 million? I have no idea, man. This <laughs> I don't <laughs> you I don't know if anyone can answer that for you. It, it's it it just shocks me. I don't understand. Uh, potential is great and we judge a lot of like college players a lot of younger players off of potential yeah but i i didn't know potential was worth 118 million dollars because none of jalen brown's results shown me that he's worth 118 million dollars there's all-stars from last year who are not getting 118 million dollars there's players who led their teams in scoring like i said buddy healed Who's not getting $118 million? I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's I ridiculous. Mean, what does he do well on the court? Nothing. Like, I, I seriously thought about him as a player, and I'm like, if I'm a coach, what am I putting him on the court for? I'm not putting him on the court <laughs> to space the floor. I know that because he could barely make shots. He's just the new Michael Pietras of the league. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> Michael I mean, Pietras was fire. <laughs> He's probably better than Jalen Brown, actually. At least he played consistent defense. He had the yeah. dumb strap all the time. Remember that? Yeah. He was, at least Pietras kind of fit on like teams. Yeah, and he Brown never looks, went one on one on. Brown looks so out of place. Like seriously, every basketball skill Brown is inconsistent to not very good at. Like yeah, he's athletic, but does he really get stops? No, he doesn't. He commits dumb fouls instead. Or he like borderline hurts himself trying to block a shot, and then it right. ends up being a foul. Does he rebound like an energy guy is supposed to? Not really. He doesn't really have a lot of energy. He's just exactly. clearly athletic. Like exactly. Yeah. There's nothing he does. He doesn't even take advantage of his athleticism. Because for every dunk he has on Greek Freak, and he has like three of them. Yeah. He has like eight plays per every dunk that are just awful. Let me say this too about the game. This is why I say their starting fives are, you know, they're top heavy, both these teams. Yeah. Bench points for Boston, um, seven, five, 15 bench points. And they had 93 points. Yeah, 93 points. Philly had 107 points. And they had 6, 9, 15, 20 bench points. And five of those came from Kyle O'Quinn, who probably won't give you five again. (laughs) I mean, that's not going to work, man. There's no way it could work because someone's going to be in foul trouble. You're not going to have a little starting five the whole game. Right. Twenty. I, mean, I, I need. I need more from Brown. Oh, for sure. I don't care how I get it. You don't <laughs> pay. You're not. I don't know why you paid him 118 million dollars. If he like, he's like a rotation guy. That's it. Rotation guys are worth over a hundred million dollars. Yeah. For what? Play. Play Ojale. Yeah. Play whatever other bum you want. Like. I just I it doesn't make this contract makes zero sense to me. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. You obviously 
he's sh- in his three years of basketball, he has shown me nothing that tells me that he'll be a great player. I agree. And you just paid him for a number of years like he's going to be your second, third, fourth guy. <laughs> right. Dude, at times, he doesn't even look like he should be on the court. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I got to sneak into the league somehow because these guys are just taking money. <laughs> Let's talk about game two yesterday and then talk about um, the Nets game. My favorite game. Game so two far. yesterday? Yeah. I agree. Mine too. Even though the Toronto went to overtime, I don't know. It just it was kind of messy. Yeah. So, but the Portland, Denver, these two teams are, are for real. Both of them. Yeah. Yep. We saw, I mean, I don't know if they'll face each other in the playoffs, but they should expect to. Yeah, I, I feel like I watched the two best teams in the West, honestly. I feel like so I watched far, the Western abso- Conference absolutely. Finals. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll see, you know, what Houston looks like today. And Golden State. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, dude, Denver, and you could get into Portland more, mm-hmm. but Denver was just easily the deepest roster in the league. Yeah. And they didn't because, even play everybody. Exactly. <laughs> this was crazy. Exactly. Two different guys that are, at, at minimum, quality rotation guys. Yeah. Uh, and Denver is probably the only team that – Again, played 10 guys without, like, two key players, and they didn't put a single scrub on the court. Nope. Like, there wasn't a guy that I was like, you got you to gotta pick on that guy. Right. Like, every other team we've talked about. Yeah. And every other team has ready. at least one bench guy. Yeah. Who's just, like, a weak link. Like, he's just out there because the roster just doesn't have the depth it should. Right. Everybody for Denver is a scoring threat. And everybody, they, they, they almost play like the Warriors at times. Yeah, yeah. I, I've said the, it before. The they're, ball, they're the baby Warriors for sure. Right, because they get off these a lot of threes. They move the ball a lot, and Jokic does a great job of of setting all that up. And they really only have one player on the whole team that can't make threes. And right. That's Plumlee. Everyone else can hit a three. Everybody. And Plumlee is a really good backup center. Oh yeah. He's top. He's top five backup centers to me in the league. And and the, watching their like second unit just play key stretches, yeah, and just working. Yeah, like dude Barton and I hate watching Barton play because his game is like cringy looks wise. Yeah, but uh, he gets it done. Yeah, I mean, dude, you got second unit guys who can size people up and drain threes. Yeah. <laughs> The Lakers don't have any of that. Nope. I mean, it's. I was really impressed with their depth more than anything. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like Murray, Murray was, he limited. He still was kind of a chucker. But he eventually settled down and just took shots within the offense. Yeah. Uh, he looked a little more composed. I thought Jokic responded really well for somebody who was in foul trouble. Yeah. I mean, he was just working in the fourth quarter. Yeah. He was unstoppable, and that's what he – he looked like an early MVP candidate. Yeah. 
to to close a game out like that. I mean, it was obviously all their starting guys are great fits. I think Grant. I think Grant's gonna have huge games for them this year. Yep, underrated pickup. Yeah, I mean he just he fits them so well. Grant is a solid role starter. Yeah, and they're they're bringing him off the bench. Yeah, yeah, and he's like their sixth man, which I really like. Yeah, because he plays so uh, many positions. They got and Millsap like Millsap is in a perfect situation where he's not really expected to do anything. Mm-hmm. He could just kind of play good basketball and play good defense, which that's kind of his go-to thing. And another thing about their depth, like everyone on the team can play more than one position. Exactly. Everybody. Other than like Morris, just because he's small, but he shoots well enough to play the two. And right. he defend, He plays hard enough defense. He's not like, you know, a two is going to give him buckets, but he's going to put up an effort. Yeah. Um, but everyone else, man, can go two, three different ways. So exactly, it's tough, man. And then the guys that didn't play, Porter Junior, he I don't know what position he doesn't play. And then um, Hernan Gomez, he, he's a long shooter, two, three, four, easy. Right. Yeah, man. I, the Nuggets, they're tough. They're tough. And it looks like they found a way to not care who the starter or who the leading scorer is. Right. That's another big thing. Like, there's some teams, and Anthony Davis has this way about him. It's like, if Anthony Davis isn't leading the team in scoring, you're probably like gonna lose every game if he's there and not leading the team in scoring. Right. But they have a team where it really doesn't matter, because you know good and well Murray is gonna lead the team in scoring some nights. You know Harris yeah. is gonna lead the team in scoring some nights. You know Barton is gonna Bar- go Barton crazy. Get a few, yeah. 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 I I think they'll be the most consistent team probably out of any Western Conference team. Yeah, I agree. I like, agree. it's just hard. I can't picture – I mean, you know, injuries are out of our control, but I can't picture Denver playing poorly for a 10-game stretch. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Just off of that depth, off of just the way their system is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be in good shape. Yep. But um, a team that lost that also looks very good. Yeah. And and they lost by how much? Oh, eight. It was a close game. Yeah, they it lost by over towards the last like two, three minutes. They lost by eight. McCollum just didn't shoot well. Right. But man, did they have energy. Everyone on the team came and put up a lot of effort. Um I love the energy Baysmore brought on the on defense, he has six or five steals. I mean, five steals in your first game in the season opener, it's tough because you're, you're yeah. starting the year out with with this, uh, you know, burst of defensive energy. Um, he, we know what we're getting from Lillard every night, but Lillard's assists were definitely notable because. Whiteside fit into their offense seamlessly, pretty much. I mean, the the Lillard pick and roll with Whiteside, dumping it off to Whiteside. He was there. He was blocking shots. There was, he had a lull at one point that I <laughs> I texted you about. Yeah. But uh, it's expected. It's expected, and they don't have anyone really. I mean, Scowl this year played good, but you know he only played eleven minutes. 
Whiteside is not getting much of a break at this point. When Nurkic comes back, he's going to get a, you know more breaks. He's going to be able to come in and have energy all the time. You think they're going to keep Nurkic off the bench? Mm. I think they should. I don't know if they will. Yeah, I think they will. Yeah, I think they will. I'd if be surprised anything, if they if they take Whiteside off. It, the, it'll depend on what their record looks like. Yeah. Probably, and, and maybe how Whiteside is playing. And what for what Whiteside does, I think – I mean, let me reverse that. For what Nurkic does, he doesn't need to be – he can be more of a focus. Like when Lillard isn't in the game – yeah, I could see Nurkic being in there because Nurkic can get more touches, get more one-on-one. Because he, you know, he's a good one-on-one scorer in the post. Yeah, he's a little more of a playmaker. I mean, he's significantly more of a playmaker than Whiteside. Right, and Whiteside is he's good for you know opening up the middle, lobs. He plays really good D. You know, controlling the paint. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I, I would think. They would start Whiteside. Wherever Lillard is playing, Whiteside should be playing. Um, Rodney Hood is still that consistent role, uh, spot up, score, you know, third option, which was good. I thought Bazemore would start, but that's cool. You know, do they, did what okay. they did. I liked Hood as, and as a starter. Yeah. I, I liked him because that's how they had it last year, and it worked really, really well. Right, but you know, I think, I think there's going to be some times where Baysmore will need to be, they'll need a defender like to start the game, and Hood be that six man for them because Baysmore as six man, he was handling the ball a little too much for me. Yeah, this game offense was a little more limited with that second unit. Yeah, yeah, and and that kind of showed they had they had very little bench points too, which. Hurt them against a team like Denver, who's you know is bringing bench points for sure, bringing thirty the, plus. Uh, the rookie, uh, what was his name? Uh, Anthony Simons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was a little. He looked like a young guy, like he was kind of rushing it. Yeah, he took some he, bad shots. Yeah, he forced it a few too many times. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited to see what he could do. Yeah, he was aggressive though. He was not scared. Right, because he looks like a, a streaky shooter who could give him, you know, hot games a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and athletically, he's NBA ready, so. Yeah. Tolliver came out there, <laughs> played 13 minutes, and had no stat at all. Yeah, they should take uh, they should take a page from the Lakers book and play him like Jared Dudley, like five minutes. Right. Put him out there for an open shot, sub him out, do it again in the second half. That's it. And he only got one shot off, and it was like, you know, like one second on the shot clock. He had to just put it up. Yeah. So, um, they didn't play little. I don't know if he was – he wasn't even on the bench, which was weird. Um, I don't know, man. Their, <laughs> their depth is like – on paper, I could see them having depth. But as we talked about, they don't have any consistent depth other than Bazemore to meet. And Bazemore's not consistent on offense. He's consistent on defense. Right. Um, but Hazonia is capable of getting uh, 18 maybe on a good night. <laughs> but 
But he doesn't have a ton of good nights. Right. Tolliver is capable of giving you two or three threes, but he just they didn't play him really in the spots to do that. Scal having eight and six was just wild, and that that might not happen again. In only eleven minutes, too. By the way, um, I'd rather, from what I saw, I would prefer uh, his minutes to go up and Collins's minutes to go down. Thirty minutes for Zach Collins is way too much. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, he he's not a starter. Well, Zach Collins played thirty minutes, had eight and five. Scal played eleven and had eight and six. And one assist. Yeah, that's that's not gonna work. <laughs> right. Um but when it comes down when it comes down to the team overall, man, they had a lot of energy. They're very um what's the word? They're hungry, I think. The team itself. Yeah. And Baysmore definitely brought that. That Turner clearly didn't have. Had no hunger. Turner just, you know, slow motion turnover machine missed shot machine and Bazemore didn't shoot very well he missed a lot of open shots I thought he normally makes and which Bazemore can get hot and give you 20 if you're not really yeah, guarding for him. sure um but they're I think they're gonna be all right man this was yeah. a day where a lot of people were off and I think they probably have the most new players I mean other than the Lakers I don't know if many teams have more new players than Portland does. Yeah, I mean, they looked comfortable with each other, like you said, which I really like. Mm-hmm. And to me, they the biggest narrative from their loss was just McCollum not shooting well. Yeah. And the Nuggets, like, shooting really well, for, especially from three. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know how many size-up three-pointers Barton can give you on a nightly basis. Right. So... He had like three of them, which is just utter insanity. But yeah, they hit eighteen threes. But hey, they could do that. Yeah. But I'm I'm really excited for both of these teams. I am too. These I have no doubt these teams will have could easily have home court in the first round. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, we're not going to talk too much about the games that weren't televised, but uh. Did, did you see the Utah and OKC highlights? Uh, I saw the stats. Okay. C- Conley had a rough debut, I saw. Yeah, Donovan carried him through that game. Um, that, that's okay. Yeah. If we're looking at that midseason and it's the same narrative, we have a problem. Right. But I'm not, I'll give Conley a pass for a bad game. Mm-hmm. I He's a veteran. I trust he'll bounce back. Yeah. And Donovan, you know. They should have confidence that Donovan can do that. Right. Uh, did, I, I heard I heard the OKC is a little bit better than people thought. Yeah, to start. And they're still they're still trying to make moves. I don't know if they're making moves to get better or just to get younger, but uh, yeah, they look they seem pretty good. Shay Gildress Alexander played amazing. Yeah, Chris Paul's a good good guy to have if you're just kind of developing a bunch of players. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind it. And, and Chris Paul, hopefully he could really, like, embrace that, like, leader role. Yeah. And kind of take a back seat. I want to see him close games more and kind of chill throughout the game. Yeah. 
but you know, they're not going to be. They're not going to win a ton of games, right? Unless they make drastic roster improvements. Ferguson needs to get out of here. <laughs> Twenty-four. You've seen enough from him. Twenty-four minutes, two points, two rebounds, and one assist, and you started. I mean, last year, I, I just I don't know what improvement he can really do. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Yeah. His style of play just doesn't isn't one that like improves well. Like he'll you know improve and shoot me? better, but he shouldn't be shooting that much. You know what bothers me about him is I think he's a good shooter, and he kind of he's kind of been a floor spacer, and I'm putting quotes on that in OKC. Yeah. How are you a floor spacer and you play twenty to thirty minutes? And you get off like two shots. I know. That's what I'm saying. That happens to him like every, almost every night. I know. And I, I don't understand if it's, if that's a coaching thing. And I can't, I can't imagine every game, you know what I mean? Like it's a coaching problem. Right. And he doesn't shoot good enough where like people are waiting there. Like right. someone is right there when he catches the ball. He's not that good of a shooter. And no one plays that kind of defense on him for him to not get more than. A couple shots off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. We'll see how it progresses. Um, did you see the Pistons highlights? I did not see the highlights. I saw the stats. When I tell you Drummond. Looks like the best center in the NBA. <laughs> I know it's wild. He had 32 and 23, but you have to see his highlights. Drummond was inside out crossing, hesitations, reverse layups off one foot. He was working Miles Turner, working him. Now, don't get me wrong, Miles Turner worked him back. <laughs> 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 he worked them back, but the kind of the kind of points Drummond was scoring were incredible. They were impressive. They were. Um <laughs> so for people who did not see the highlights, I uh I recommend. Plus see Kennard go off for a career night. Most um, first thirty point game off the bench in an opener since Barbosa in '06. Oh my god! Yeah, I saw it on saw it on the bottom line earlier. <laughs> um, D Rose at eighteen off the bench. Reggie Jackson will not be starting. Um, I'll say, but in January, D Rose will be the starting point guard for the Pistons at the t- start of the new year. Yeah, new year, new starting point guard. Um, <laughs> shoot, Kennard might be might take Bruce Brown Jr.'s job before it's all said and done. Oh well, no, I take that back. Uh, Blake will take Bruce Brown Jr.'s job when he comes back. But um, I'm saying all that to say the Pistons, the Pistons could be really good. They could be. Now they played the Pacers, and the Pacers had a weird stat sheet. Sabonis having 27 and 13. Yeah, Brogdon was 20, 20, 10. 22 and 11. 
That's crazy. Yeah, and they had 16 bench points total, which is not good. Well, I think they'll look a lot better with Oladipo back. I hope so. I know I know you said um, their depth was kind of the issue, from at least looking from the stats. <laughs> yeah, it's ugly. It's uh, ugly. But I think Oladipo will move one of those guys who play, who's currently playing a lot or maybe more than he should. I don't know who that is exactly. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, Lamb, Sumner. Coach, coach will have to figure it Probably Lamb. Lamb will probably be a little more limited. Yeah. Which is good. I like Lamb has shown me good things in limited time. Yeah, he has. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, <laughs> Donchigen. Porzingis, you want to talk about that? Or do you want to just chalk I it mean, up to them playing the Wizards? Yeah. Okay. I'll give it I'll give it to that. Yeah. They play they look good together though. Hachimura looked okay. Fourteen and ten, I like it. Yeah, he he was aggressive, took good shots, looks like he fits. I mean Beal had a rough game. I if Beal's gonna have a rough game, the chances of us winning a, are zero. You guys have the worst starting five in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just before we step away from that, <laughs> I have to say that. Ish Smith, Isaac Bonga, who is that? I don't know. Troy, um, is it, oh, Thomas Bryant? I mean, Hachimura and Beal, I'm cool with that. You know, I'm cool with Hachimura. You, you should have trust in your, you know, lottery rookie. But, oh my God. All right, but <laughs> I told I told you Ish Smith can't be a starting point guard. No, he can't. He just I I don't care if he you know plays at his peak. His peak is still bench player. You're right, and um the Mavericks. I don't want anyone to get their hopes up on the Mavericks because other than Doncic and Porzingis, the Mavericks roster is Not complete trash. Um, Hardaway is great to be on your roster he's not a great player but to be on your roster and um i mean seth isn't trash and they've been using justin jackson really well so far but the rest of them i mean the rest of it is trash so moving on nick suck surprise surprise (laughs) barrett played good um yeah i like bear i like barrett's aggressiveness Suns, we you talked about the Suns had a really good start in five. They do. Um, they shouldn't be. It's, it's the better than though. I thought it would. It would be. Yeah. Uh, and plus, they how do they put up a hundred like thirty points? Everyone played good in the start of five. Look like yeah, Oubre looks looking like MIP candidate. I like it. You should. You shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I don't like it that it's not on the Washington Wizards, but yeah. I'm a, I'm a Ubre fan. So I'm with you. I am too. I am too. Um, who's coaching Sacramento? Oh, Walton, right? Yeah, he should be fired already. They're terrible, <laughs> man. There's no reason why Bogdanovich averaged like 28 in the um, FIBA games and finished with two points. Yeah, their their roster's too deep to play as mediocre as it looks like they did. Yeah. It's just this weird to me. I mean Fox had we eight. don't wanna 
on we don't, know, we don't want to overreact to one game. You know, I think they – I'm not going to call for his job after a game. Yeah. But if we're 20 games in and they have, you know, six, seven wins. <laughs> That's likely. It is. We'll see. But I'm, I'm willing to give Luke Walton a little bit of time. All right. Last, uh, you want you need to say anything about the Bulls Hornets? It was just wild. No, it's just a wild game. All right, let's get into it, man. Kyrie, the Nets. Kyrie had fifty points. Nets losing overtime. We look like some profits. <laughs> look at the look at the Timberwolves starting five. <laughs> <laughs> look at their team. Jared Culver, yeah, Vonley. Okogi, Napier, and Layman are coming out. Layman is the sixth man. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Is the uh, the Oko, Okogi? Is he starting? No. He's the defensive guy. He's coming off the bench. Yeah, it's Teague, um, Covington, Wiggins, Travion Graham, and Towns. Travion Graham played thirty five minutes. There are to me there are so many backup point guards who could take Jeff Teague's job. Napier could take his job. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Jordan is. Bell got no minutes. Gor- uh Gorgie Jane got no minutes. Um I guess that's really all he got. I don't even know these other guys. Tom, Tom Thibodeau, I don't know what he's doing out there. No, it's but, um. But they gotta win. It's not. He's not coaching there anymore. It's uh. Oh yeah, I'm tripping. Flip Saunders' son. Right, right. Young Saunders. Yeah, I forgot. Um, okay. <laughs> Tell them how we're profits. So we, there, like the Nets had this exciting like playoff appearance last year with a pretty weak roster. Yeah. And and we talked about you know. Having that weak roster and being as good as they were, upgrading your roster should only mean that you get better. Mm-hmm. And even without Kevin Durant, this team upgraded its roster. In many ways. In many more ways than just Kyrie Irving. Yeah. So they are expected to be a great team. To me, looking at their roster... I would not be surprised one bit if they got a home court in the first round. Right. Especially with how well they played last year. Yeah. And um, they only lost one player from that team last year. Yep. (laughs) So the narrative cannot be this team cannot get worse. And, you know, with their roster getting better, that just can't be the case. We have to start looking at Kyrie Irving. If that's the case. Yeah. And, I mean, again, one game. We're not going to overreact because things could be completely different next week. Yeah. With a couple wins. Yeah. But they looked... What we most feared about them is exactly what I saw in that first game. Yeah. And it's not about Kyrie forcing it or ball hogging because he was... He had a hot hand. I expect him to take a lot of shots if he's shooting the ball well. Yeah. Uh, but the that joy 
that joy, that fun, that excitement that was around the Nets every time they played last year. Yeah. It wasn't there. No, it was not. It wasn't there. This team looked limited. This team looked stiff from the highlights that I saw. This team looked uh, reliant on just one guy. And that's one thing I liked about them last year is it was if D-Loading had it going, you're playing through him. If Dinwiddie has it going, you're playing through him. If Lavert has it going, you're playing through him. Yep. It, it just, from what I saw, it seems like it's just going to be everything is running through Kyrie, and then we'll just see how that goes. Right. And that's, I mean, they're not going to win games like that. No, they're not. And I would expect them to know that. Yeah. I would hope Kyrie is self-aware enough to know that. And I've said on this podcast lots of times, there is the style of play. And I call it the Iverson syndrome. That's where you have one player who, no matter how many points he gets, it doesn't really impact the win-loss column. Right. And Kyrie is probably, he's probably the best at that in the league right now. Kyrie could probably get 80 in a game. They'd probably still lose a game. And it's just because he's so ball-dominant, you know? It's just, it, it doesn't, the team isn't flowing there's no flow of the game with Kyrie out there. And, again, this is one game, but anyone who watched, you know, last year or the year before in Boston, it was the same way. As soon as Kyrie came out the game, it was the team was a completely different team. Right. Um, Levert had a good game, so shout out to Levert. But, yeah, man, 50 points, 8 and 7. And losing to Minnesota in the first game? Uh, DeAndre Jordan looks like he's aged. Yeah, he does. Is that fair to say? He looked like that last year a little bit. He does. He looks like <laughs> he looks like Tyson Chandler or something. Like where he's like just the old dude who just comes in to like, you know, get a hustle block or something. Yeah. A hustle tap in. Right. Um, yeah, that's not it's very odd. It is. He doesn't look like he should be starting. He he plays older than he is. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of 32-year-olds. I think he's 32. A lot of 32-year-olds who are, you know, tough players. But he doesn't look tough anymore. Yeah. The other thing is, I think Kyrie's going to have to learn to play with Dinwiddie a lot more. Especially in fourth quarters. Oh yeah, it's not gonna. Happen. And it can't be. It can't be. You know, your turn, my turn. It's not gonna happen. It, it, he could have did that with Rozier too. <laughs> he had the chance. Um. Mm. Well, I mean, it's a different coach too. So let me let me stop. It could happen. Yeah. Maybe the. Coaching. I think the Nets will be okay. Uh, but I th- I think there is some concern. I think that this could potentially be a situation we come back to in a couple episodes and. You know, there's more of that. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is not a good look for Kyrie at all. Let me ask you this. If this com- if this season is a complete, like, you know, this season just goes straight to the sewers, what happens for the, what happens to the Nets? Nothing? I just wait for Durant? Yeah, I think they'll probably, I mean, they'll make a move. I thought Torian Prince, by the way, was nice. He's a really good pickup, too. Yeah. 
But um, I think, like, again, their roster is really solid. Uh, obviously, once Durant gets back, maybe they'll, they're still missing a piece or two. But, I mean, with Kyrie and KD, you know, you're supposed to be able to overcome a piece or two. Right. Uh, so I, I think I think they should just hold. My thing is, I'm not so much worried about them having a sewer year. Mm-hmm. I want to see what Kyrie looks like when while they're having a sewer year. <laughs> right. Because all he fucking wants to talk about is how happy he is and how much he loves Brooklyn. He said that in Boston, too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Let's see what happens when they start losing and his teammates aren't playing well and he's like... He's showing up once every four or five games. Uh, it, I mean, Kyrie is really the one I'm looking at more than anything. The other thing about this Nets team is that they don't really have any tough guys or any like real vocal players. Most of the guys, like, I'm afraid of them having a lot of yes men for Kyrie. Yeah. I can see that. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but there's no Morris. There's no Rozier. There's no Marcus Smart. You know, to say, nah, Kyrie, you know, that's messed up. or like, That's not yeah, how we're doing signed it. signed his homies. So I'm assuming his homies won't do that. Right. I don't know. I don't see anyone. I haven't heard most of the guys on the Nets ever speak. <laughs> right. That's a good point. Dinwiddie's only Dinwiddie and DeAndre are the only people I've ever heard talk on that team. So like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that might be a thing. Um and I say that because I wonder if they're capable of holding Kyrie accountable. You know? Uh so we'll see. Yeah, that's going to be the the key. Like I said, I I'm really not I'm not going to pay attention to how the Nets are playing. I'm paying attention to what how Kyrie's playing and acting. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. All right. Um, you got anything else? Um, no. Basketball-wise, no. All right. Uh, you just want to transition to music real quick? Shout out to the Nationals real quick. Yep. Don't really don't care about baseball at all. Have not seen a game. <laughs> uh, but the Nationals are on the verge, not quite on the verge, but they're getting closer and closer to a World Series, which is pretty cool. Yep. Yep. Uh, th- the Redskins game, do you know how this is going? Uh, I don't really care. <laughs> Shout out to the Vikings, by the way. Since we last, since I last criticized them, they've been unstoppable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which was like three weeks ago. They've been like the best team in the league. Right. Everyone was demanding to be traded and all that. <laughs> now they're all of a sudden now. Now Kirk Cousins looks like Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I play your gym. You want to say anything about it? No, not really. All right. Cool. Uh, you can be who you want to be, but I'd rather be myself for real. No pretending, no faking me, cause getting out this shell is real. I don't know where I'm heading next, but man, I can't even fake no more. 
Surrounded by lies and bullshit Nigga, I can't even take no more See, I woke up having a bad day And I gotta get the dollar any fast way Cause a nigga growing up never had shit I was acting way too passive I've been up and down, round and round Trying to find my way back home Gone too long, drowning now Still gonna play that song Okay, 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 okay Annie, are you right? Never got that text back from the other night Let me tell you something that I really know I was down bad upon my ass, I had to go Okay, sometimes I know I'm there wrong So I just put it all in these songs Shit, I'm still just finding myself Finding myself up out of this zone, nigga Wish me well, Jezebel, get out of my sight I excel and I sell shows out for the night uh, You can be who you want to be But I to be myself for real No pretending, no faking me Cause getting out this shell is real I don't know what I'm heading next But man, I can't even fake no more Surrounded by lies and bullshit Nigga, I can't even take no more See, I woke up having a bad day And I gotta get the dollar any fast way Cause a nigga growing up never had shit I was acting way too passive I've been up and down, round and round Trying to find my way back home Gone too long, drowning now Still gonna play that song Trying to find my way back home I've been gone eight months after years so far Made a wrong turn on the dark road On my way back Crossed through a couple toll roads Had to pay tax Back and forth, I'm in fourth and back Had to get it back, had to bring it back Shit so different now, I had to readjust Ain't too many people that I could trust uh, Keep to myself, ayy Spend the shit all on myself, uh Where would I be without self, uh Look in the mirror like, boy, you look good Yeah, that's why I had to big up myself, uh I'm doing me, you should do you Fuck everybody else Uh, don't need nobody else uh, You can be who you want to be But I'd rather be myself for real No pretending, no faking me Cause getting out this shell is real I don't know what I'm heading next But man, I can't even fake no more Surrounded by lies and bullshit Nigga, I can't even take no more See, I woke up having a bad day And I gotta get the dollar any fast way Cause a nigga growing up never had shit I was acting way too passive I've been up and down, round and round Trying to find my way back home Gone too long, drowning now Still gonna play that song That was uh, Way Back Home by YBN Corday, Todd Allison. The kid, the new new kid on the scene. Yep. All right, we don't have a lot of music to get into. We're going to get through it quick. Um, where are we starting? Uh, Gucci, we can start with Gucci. Just Gucci and G-Eazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> that works for me, to be honest. All right, let's yeah, go. All right Gucci. Uh, it was exactly what I expected it to be. October I mean, too. Yeah, I, I don't know what people were expecting from this. <laughs> Honestly, do you like Gucci's albums? These, whatever these are. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, this will be exactly what what you want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're if you're the type of person who listens to everything he puts out, then yeah, I'm sure you enjoyed this. Yeah, our review is not gonna make a difference at that point, <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, his production has like 
his music, I, I never really go back to it, but I usually enjoy it when it comes out. Yeah. And that's kind of what, I mean, he kind of knows that, that he's in that pocket. Yep. Uh, so, I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's fun to listen to, good features for the most part. Uh, I thought the opening song is pretty hard. Yeah, I agree. Uh, young, young boy, boy really um, killed that shit. Young boy NBA, he he impressed me on there, low key. Yeah, I was like, whoa, I, I might go go listen. I heard good things about the project he dropped like two, three weeks ago. Yeah, it was number one on some some chart, <laughs> but you know how the charts are. But yeah, I thought about it too. Um. I have a couple songs I really, really liked on there. Yeah, I was, uh, I actually really like Big Boy Diamonds. Yeah. Uh, and I don't really, you know, I don't really want to talk about Kodak because he's pretty fucking whack, but, uh, <laughs> he, he sounded good on there. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I liked, uh, WAP Long Way Takeoff. Takeoff sounded really nice. Yeah. Um, Came From Scratch was nice. Him and Quavo. I wouldn't mind him and Quavo making a, uh, not a maybe not a full project, but a EP together. Yeah, that's the thing with like Gucci for me. This album is just as long as it can be. <laughs> like thirteen songs is the absolute most I need to hear from him. I agree. Yeah, he should never go over this number. Yeah, I wish he had a little more diverse of features. Yeah, but it was cool. It was cool. Um, that's it. That's all you got. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what else is there to say? I I don't really get too much. I mean, I I had fun listening to it. Yeah, I got you. I, that's really what it comes down to. If you enjoyed it or not. I got you. Um. <clears throat> okay. Uh, G Easy. Talk about it. Let me know. Scary nights. Ah, man, this was a great album, or whatever this is, it was a great album, for him, now I'm I'm not saying it's like top of the year or anything, no, but I really, really enjoyed listening to all of these songs, um, will I go back to it, Mm, maybe not, but in the moment, I couldn't wait to hear what was next, every song. Um, the features, he has some really good features and features I was not expecting to be good. Um, yeah, him and Gunna sounded pretty good. The money bag yo feature was nice. I really like that song. I do too. And I'm so French glad Montana. French is just barely on it. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Just hop on the hook. Like, uh, like two chains did with uh, what was it? With the ASAP song with Drake and Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. Fucking problems. Yeah, yeah exactly like that. Yeah, um, I liked Big Ben with Preem, um, Dex Lopper, Lopper, you know, <laughs> whatever. Uh, Demons and Angels was fire. I mean, G Easy has has one of the better. His flow is really nice. He has that pocket. I really like it when he gets in his pocket. I agree. I don't know what I don't know how to describe exactly how I feel about it though. Yeah. But he has a pocket that when he's in that pocket, 
He's really, really, really good. I thought the production on here like kind of almost recognized that pocket for him. It did. It kind of set him up to really just flow. Yeah. On a lot of the tracks. Yeah. And and he's you know lyrically he's not you know anything special, but that's most of the guys now. Right. So and he he does a he sounds good. He flows well. And lyrically he stays within himself, which is nice. Right. Right. He doesn't get he didn't rap about stuff I don't think he should be rapping about. You know. Right. That's good, man. I've I've yeah. long thought G Easy was one of the more underrated rappers. And when I say underrated, I don't mean like he's, you know, I don't think he's like amazing, but I think he's definitely overlooked uh, for his talent. I should say that. That's, he's been he's been on like a slow streak the last couple of years. He has, and he part of it, um, part of why I think he doesn't get the recognition is because he makes so many pop songs. Yeah, a lot of his rap songs are very poppy. They're very radio. Um, oriented yeah. yeah but he can he can go man he can go i i liked i pretty much liked everything on here um yeah hitting licks i was wasn't a huge fan of but besides that i mean seven for eights still pretty pretty fire yeah yep that's all i got <laughs> that's all you got for music folks yeah, we, we listen to something else, but it's so awful, we, it doesn't deserve to be talked about. I'll let you guess what that is. <laughs> yeah, it came out last week, so, yeah. for people who, are, who want to guess. Um, I'm going to play uh, this Demons and Angels off g uh album real quick. Yeah, you know, uh. I really thought my last girl would be my last girl. Life changes quicker when you live inside a fast world. She ain't want the last name, she just want the last word. On everything I love, your middle name was all my passwords. I ain't think our last fight would be our last fight. I guess we couldn't shock that up to just a bad night. But life goes on as how it goes, you know that's right. I'm thanking God my last flight was not my last flight. I really thought my last address would be my last address. I really thought my last arrest would be my last arrest. My heart breaks in half every time Suzanne is stressed. I'm trying to make it up to mama, I don't plan for less. She still correct me when I fuck up, but I'm feeling pressed. Said I just bought a crib for you, come on now mom, we're blessed. I spoke it all into existence, watched it manifest. She said don't hang that over my head, I said she right, and I just let it rest. Damn, I really put a roof over her head, that's facts. They couldn't walk a block if we changed shoes. I kept my receipts, I really paid dues Life is heavy here, this not the everyday blues Publications, they just wanna say what they choose If something happens in my life, it's front page news This from the heart for all my day ones, not my day twos This by my demons and angels, yeah I'm just getting hotter and it's colder Demons and angels on my shoulders Every open door required closure Keep going till it's over
on hard and let the desert ego wait for him. And I don't harbor hate, but one must wonder. You got that wide cell concealer on what's hiding up under. I feel bad, cause I could have made you mine last summer. I seen the James Harden in you, yeah, OKC Thunder. I know your last nigga beat you like he was your drummer. I know that life got better soon as we exchanged our numbers. So here we go, Turks and Caicos, yeah, everything lit. Everything packed, take the Gucci out so everything fit. And we gon' roll like a kickball, cross over like Chris Paul. Get lost somewhere in Dubai, feeding the sand, getting these sticks off. Wear my heart on the sleeve with this off-white hoodie. You need some time to grow, I know, I drafted a rookie, yeah. I'm Phil Jackson in this ill jacket. Part in my head, yeah, I feel like I wrote Illmatic. And still mad it. I should get ill will tatted. 39 a year after I said I wouldn't, and I'm still at it. Still hold my dick, yup, with a still at it. Hop out the Lambo like a dry, yeah, still static. I ain't gon' lie, I still fuck bitches in my pastime. I know I told you the last girl was the last time. I gotta go, especially since this my last line. For I do smoke this last blunt for the last time. Before I do, smoke this last blunt for the last time. I'm just getting hotter and it's colder. Demons and angels on my shoulders. Every open door required closure. Keep going till it's over. The highs and lows can get exhausted. Every option got its cost. Please don't judge me for my faults. Through my wins and all my losses. Don't lose your conscience. Pay attention to That was uh, Demons and Angels with Miguel and The Game off Jeezy's new album, Scary Nights. Uh, we got anything we got to get into? Um, not that I could think of, no. Anything, anything big that's coming out uh, anytime soon, music-wise? I don't think so. I don't think so. All right, well, we'll be back next week. Yep, we will. More NBA, some big games. Yeah, we'll have a little <clears throat> little more of a sample size with some of these teams. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm pick a classic for the throwback today. Until next time, thanks for listening. Subscribe, share, etc.